Hey friends, just a quick disclaimer before we start this episode. We had some technical difficulties uh, with our special guest Colton, and uh, you might notice that throughout the episode, but uh, it's not too bad, so we went ahead and published it. Appreciate you guys, and I uh, hope you enjoy the show. It could be horribly cringy or a little weird, it could be everything on earth that you have ever feared, but no matter what, you'll be asking, WTF, did I just watch? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the What the Fuck Did I Just Watch Horror Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode where we will be breaking down Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> My name is Justin. I will be your host for this evening, and I'm joined by a very animatronic-looking crew, a ragtag team of horror lovers. First up, I would like to introduce our very talented co-host, our resident Scream Queen, the whore of gore herself. What is up, Chaney? What's up? What up, what up? Next, but definitely not least, that doesn't even make sense. It should be last but not least, but uh, my script is messed up. So uh, we're just going to pretend like I didn't say that. Next up, we got my beautiful wife, Beth. She's coming at us with a non-horror loving's point, non-horror lover, words again, uh, point of view, uh, bringing a fresh perspective to what we call the magic of movie making. What's up, Beth? Sup? It's really, really cold. I'm like sweating my I ass off. I wanted fall, not winter. See, uh, what's up, everybody? Com- we complain about it being hot, and then we complain about it being cold. It's like, well, can't get it maybe right. you don't understand. I have a disease. I got a disease. <laughs> oh, I am not going to argue that whatsoever. Um, last but not least, I got that one right. Uh, we have a Five Nights at Freddy's enthusiast expert. Expert, should I say? Uh, our curly-headed blonde bomber. What's up, Golden? Hey. Uh, <laughs> Aww, look at him getting all old on us. Hi, hi. He's all cutie pooty, cutie patootie. He has more facial hair than his twenty-one-year-old brother. Hey. Look at that puberty hidden. Hey, Colton. <laughs> Hey, hey. <laughs> oh wow okay um i don't even know i don't even know where to start after that all right so uh yeah this week we're breaking down five nights at freddy's uh a bl- another blumhouse joint they're uh cranking them out this year um not in the same vein as exorcist believer but maybe in the same camp i don't know we'll see um Hey, Chaney. <laughs> Sorry, I was mid-drank. I waited for you to take a drink before I said <laughs> that. I did. I was waiting. Hey. Hey, you got some uh, horry-gory fun facts for us? I I got a couple. They're probably not going to be as cool as maybe the following segment, but we'll just go ahead and roll with it anyways. Let's do it. Um. So this thing was supposed to be off and popping. 
I don't know why I'm talking gangster tonight, but <laughs> it was supposed to be this was supposed to be happening back in 2015. And Warner Brothers picked it up. It just never happened. Uh so then Blumhouse picked it up. It was supposed to be directed by somebody Columbus. I done forgot the name. I'm sorry. Uh but anyways, he couldn't make yes. it happen. Chris Christopher Columbus? Wait. <laughs> Wait, did you Yeah, but Chris Chris Columbus did like Home Alone. Okay, right? so maybe that's maybe it is Chris Columbus. Because that would make sense. I I mean he probably it would have done Chris a good Columbus. job. On this. I was just being weird. Oh. <laughs> well, let's just go with Chris Columbus anyways. Weirdo. So uh he couldn't make it happen. So then Emma picked it up and she made it happen. Um so this has been a long time coming, but I was kind of watching a few, you know, interviews with her and everything. Uh, but Matthew Lillard, he signed a three, he signed a three movie deal. So this thing, this ain't going to be the first one. This is one well, of judging, many come. Judging on how much money it made this weekend. Uh, $78 million. Which is, Worldwide, that's wild, though, dude. 130 Oh, worldwide? Yeah. With, yeah. with a $20 million budget. And uh, it released on streaming the same day. Like, Well, so I didn't know it released on streaming. So we went to Owasso AMC. I was like, we should be fine going to the 7, 7 o'clock one. I don't see it, you know, like I'm not going to buy the tickets in advance. The 7 o'clock show, we should be fine. We got there, sold out. So I was like, let's buy the 8 o'clock tickets. So uh, we bought the 8 o'clock tickets when we were in line getting the 7 o'clock tickets. We came back to show that we, you know, to check in for 8 o'clock. She was like, I'm glad you bought them because we just sold out of the 8 o'clock tickets. That's wild. Like they sold out of all of their show times. When we were buying tickets. We had 10 people in the theater. Really? Yeah, we were buying tickets earlier and Colton, Colton was like, uh, we better make sure we get them because it's it might sell out. And I was like, oh, "Dude, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. It's not going to sell out." I, that's what I. That's what I was saying. <laughs> no, yeah, our, we went today, like around churchish time. So uh, that yeah. yeah, that's probably why. My our theater was full of like anime high schoolers slash me and Skeeter were probably the oldest people in there. Honestly. What was our what was our theater filled with, Beth? Fucking loud ass kids. The parents didn't have flipping control. Oh, they were my like gosh. eight, dude, and they were talking the whole movie. They were so loud. They were so loud. Our theater right was loud. Me. Our theater was loud too. I'll get more. In, I'll get more into it about our okay. experience, our theater experience. Um, so uh. A lot of people think that the, you know, Freddie and Bonnie and all, all of the favorite people that they were CGI. No. So all of these were actual animatronics. They took 15 months to make. Um, some of them, like, had actual, they called them puppeteers inside and moved them around. Um, but Foxy, so it was kind of hard for him to be moved around. But I was watching a behind the scenes. And it kind of reminded me of um, New Nightmare. Uh, you know, at the beginning, how they're like 
kind of remote controlling and that one guy yep. has yeah. the uh, wires and he's moving him. That's how they did Foxy. So like That's tight. it took it six people they had to move in unison to move Foxy. So like two people were on the bottom, two people were on the arms, stuff like that. So I thought that was cool. Did um, you see did you see who uh made the puppets? Yeah, I was about to just say that. So oh, the same yeah, guy that Ooh. like does like Sesame Street and um well it's the company that does like Sesame Street and Yoda. Yeah, Jim Jim Henson. Yeah. Dark Crystal. Yeah, Labyrinth. 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 The Muppet Show. Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Best show. Yeah, the Muppet Show? No, Fraggle Rock was the best show. Muppet Show, man. Come on. Phenomena. You also don't like Labyrinth, so we're not talking about that. That shit is... What was that show? Um, It's on Comedy Central, and it has the Muppets. It's not the Muppets, but it has Muppets. It's like uh, Cranksters. What is it? Crank Yankers. Crank Yankers. Did he do that? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Where they make prank calls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that show was funny, man. I love that show. Uh, But yeah, so uh, majority of the um, budget was spent on the animatronics, which I was kind of, I, you know, I am not. I am not big on the I'm not saying I'm not big on it, but I don't I'm not educated in the Five Nights at Freddy's um world. So I feel like I still would have been disappointed though if it was all CGI. So I'm kinda glad that they did that. Yeah, I agree with that. So I thought the yeah. animatronics looked dope as hell. I thought they looked yeah, really they cool. were awesome. Yeah. For sure. Especially especially the bad guy, the bad one. Yeah, I like Foxy. Was... Foxy I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get into it later. Scary. All right, all right. But I'm just gonna say right now, I called the whole thing. Okay, thank you. Yeah, of course. Like, how can you not? Well, that's the thing. Like, if you know Five Nights at Freddy's, like you already know the story. So, so okay, I didn't know the story. All right. So yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. Here I am. Just okay. My, uh, I have stepchildren. As some of some people listening to this podcast know. So one of my stepsons, he played Five Nights at Freddy's. And so I'm like trying to be a cool stepmom and found these Five Nights at Freddy's (laughs) books for Christmas. I'm like, hey, check out these books. And then I'm like, hey, let's go to the movie together. And he's like, yeah, so this movie's based on the books and the game. And I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, I let you read these books about a guy kidnapping <laughs> children and putting their bodies in animatronics. Oh, I'm <laughs> such a great stepmother. Uh, I was like, oh my we used to buy Brandon and Colton the games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The games, the books. I was like, yeah, you like them? Sure. I had no idea what it was about. And Skeeter's <sighs> just over there laughing at me. He's like, what were you buying our children? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, it builds character. It's okay. That's amazing. Col- yeah. Colton used to come in and he'd be like, hey, the, the new release of Five Nights at Freddy's, it goes like way more into the lore and it has all this stuff. And this guy gets like chest grabbed into a thing and it rips his ribs apart and his jaw gets. And this is like four years ago, you know, and I'm just like, what? what? Dude, you're I don't know. I thought it was just animatronics that kill people. Like he's like, oh, no, there's like 
children's souls. And I had no idea what he was talking about. And I was like trying to Justin, follow it. He tried to get us to play it on VR, Cheney, when like the old, yeah. like you could put your phone in front of the VR thing. And we were like, nope. It made us so nauseated. And the kids oh, just played yeah. it. Oh, yeah. They, they got a huge kick that I had no idea what the backstory was. <laughs> And so we get home and they're like, check out the real game. They're like, look, here's, and they were showing me the real game. And I was just sitting there like, oh my God, you were like four. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's all I have for Hori Gory fun facts. Uh, I'll let the next segment take over though. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's synopsize the movie and then we'll, uh, we'll jump over to, to Colton. Colton's going to jump into some, some Easter eggs. Uh, that he found in kind of a comparison between the games and the movie. Uh, let's just, uh, let's go over what the, the movie actually is uh, in, in your own words, Beth, can you, uh, can you uh, synopsize this movie? Yay. Yes. So we start with a security guard getting killed. Cut to Mike played by Peter Malark. Not really Peter Malark, but that's what he's known for. Um, whooping a man's ass in a, in a pool or a fountain. Um, come to find out, he lost his brother. His brother was abducted. And now he is caring for his little sister, who has some communication issues, you know, difficulties. He's desperate for a job. He goes to meet with a career counselor whose name is Steve Ragland. No D at the end, just an N. And he tells him, hey, I've got this job. Blah, blah, blah. But it's at night, and he can't do nights. His aunt tries to take... Mike's aunt wants the do- his sister for money, so he takes a job at Freddy's. He's meant to watch the monitors. Um, always falls asleep because he's chasing a reoccurring dream of his brother's abduction trying to solve it. Which leads into ghost children and animatronics, um, a bunch of tubby, dumb locals break in and wreck it, so we get to see some carnage. Um, this is not a you're gonna feel good at the end of this movie. This is what the hell did I pay for my kids to play when they were little movie. <laughs> but at the end, the story does wrap around. And you do find out a little bit more. But needless to say, it's humans versus ghost kids inside robots. Yeah, I think that's good. Versus Peter Malark, but he does not have Katniss to save him. Yeah, and there's like a bunch of like little weird side stories going on. Like like you mentioned, the, the ant trying to take custody of the little... The little sister that basically goes nowhere. I'm not even I'm not even sure what that added to the plot besides just uh Carnage. Body yeah. count. Yeah. And then the ant hires this group of locals to break in and uh mess up his job so that it gives the ant better leverage to get custody of the kid. Not really sure why that was in the movie. Didn't really play into the plot at all, except for more people to kill. Um, which, without the without those people, nobody would have died. So, um, 
besides the cop and the or the security guard in the very beginning of the movie. But yeah. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of small stories in this, and that's why I'm glad we have Colton, who's our resident oh lord. That's a face. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's expert because he was educating you and I, Justin, after the movie was over. So without Colton, I'd have been lost. I do remember watching Colton and Brandon played on their phones. And Brandon would always say that Colton was scared. Colton was a trooper. Brandon was the one that would scream like a girl. So Colton's been loving this horror game for a long time. Cute. Well, without much further ado, I I want to kind of jump in to see what how what Colton thought of this and some Easter eggs that he picked up on. I just really want to know like how it compares to the games, like what the lore is like. Yeah. So, um, we just start off from the beginning. They did a really bad job of comparing the kids' backstories and all that. So it sucks because uh. We'll go by names, because all we know is them by their shirts, and one has ears, and one has claw. So, Freddy, his name's Gabriel. Bonnie, the little bunny, is Jeremy. Chica's Susie, and Foxy's Fritza. And they all got invited to a birthday party of his sons, named the Crying Child, in the game. And um, Crying Child's like six, five. Something like that. They bully him, and it's called the Bite of 83. And they pick him up, put his head in Freddy's mouth, and gets his head chopped off. Just get his head bit off in the middle of the restaurant. That what, That's what caused William to freak out and start murdering people, is when you realize his animatronics are strong, compared to the movie, to where it's... We just get spit with a bunch of kids that got passed through. So that that's a, that brings up a good question because that was something I was wondering the whole time. What was so? Spoiler alert: Matthew Lillard is the bad guy in this. It's uh, it's very predictable. I mean, you can tell from the minute he shows up on screen. That it's gonna. I happen. did love how he played that character, though. But I like Matthew Lillard. Yeah, no, I I thought he's the best part of this movie for sure. But from your perspective, Colton, like to me, he had zero motivation to do what he did. I don't understand why he even did it. Like, there's no reason besides just being a yeah. Psychopath. So in the games, he wanted to. He saw so how okay. He made one, and it was called the it was called the puppet or puppeteer. And it was just a super skinny, like, slithery black puppet that was a security guard for the pizzeria. But um, his daughter, or some girl named Charlie, got held by the puppet, and his circuit board broke and fused her soul with the puppet after he killed her. And so that puppet is what caused those children to be in the animatronics. William just killed them. Because he saw how powerful the animatronics were and lost his mind after losing his wife and his youngest son. So the puppet. So, so in the games, in the games, he had motivation because he lost his son and his, his yeah. wife. Okay. But in this movie, like he didn't mm. lose anybody. 
He just yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to make well, sure. Maybe that's what the second movie or the third movie is going to be about. It's going to be like a prequel well, telling. Matthew yeah, because uh, the like the maker of FNAF, uh, Scott, he called this movie a gag. Like this whole movie was supposed to be just a, a standalone Five Nights at Freddy's movie from a new look, with a whole different story. So when people were talking about it, comparing to having it's supposed to be having a backstory of the video games, he would have to make like a what fifteen movie story just to be able to fit from the first game to the very last game and all the books and all the files and all the characters and all the games. It's it's a super long series. So when him being able to fit the first, second, and third movie, all of those details, maybe, it's just... So the string trap incident is what you were talking about earlier is when I told you when I was a lot younger and shouldn't have known this. That whole scene... I get why it's PG-13. Because, uh, so the spring lock is a casing, and it has triggers. So when you touch it, it prongs something, and it's supposed to keep the wires and the casing intact. Then it's like, they have plastic covers, they have the fur, and then they have body covers, and it's supposed to just add some weight and protection to your body. That suit he got in is called a spring lock. It's like a spring lock bonnie. And it was a newer Bonnie suit, or an older Bonnie suit, that was just out of date. The spring locks were really sensitive. So, when he got in it, and the game, he forgot. And so when he got in it, all of the locks went off. And it, like, digged and outlined each of his ribs. It pulled his wrist out of its socket and out of its skin. and was dissecting all of his joints. Um, He had some that grabbed onto, like the back of your neck and the soft spot of your head and squeezed into the sides. They, uh, he ripped his jaw down, completely disconnected off his face and extended its neck. Golly. Yeah. That scene is like one of the only actual gory things. Cause if you look at the games of that costume after a couple years, when he, when the animatronic moves its mouth or opens its mouth, you can see the rotting corpse under the mask. Oh wow, that's cool. Hey that's Colton. Cool. So that video you showed me earlier, that was just someone's interpretation of Spring Lock uh-huh. on William, right? You know, like in the movie it shows like the rib pieces that like they say, uh-huh. Oh, watch out and he sticks the broom handle. So Colton showed it like an animation that somebody did of it doing that to William and I can't even imagine that ever being allowed in a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he I think it was this a lot definitely more suffered. than what he showed me. I think this definitely suffered from being PG-13. I think uh, I would have had way more fun if it was rated R. Because you didn't get... The only one you really got to see that looked cool, in my opinion, was the one was the bite where they try to recreate the bite of 84 or whatever yeah. it was. Uh, 83. Uh, that mm-hmm. one looked really cool. And that was the, that was the yeah. chick, the babysitter chick. Um, oh, yeah. She got cut in half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a ton of questions coming from a non fan, uh, someone that's never played a game. I, th- my experience is limited to only stuff that you've told me, uh, which I may or may not have 
been paying attention. No offense. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm totally joking. You admitted to that too. No, it's hard it's to recorded. it's hard to follow. It's hard to follow. It's really hard to follow. Um, so I got a couple questions. So is there two yeah. Freddies? So there's okay. a there's like the normal one and then yeah. the golden so, one. The golden one was a girl named Cassidy in the game, and she was the fifth person. So there was four people getting killed in the same room, and they kind of got like a a torture type thing. And then Cassidy was by herself, and she got killed by multiple other animatronics and got stabbed, I think it was 22 times. But his youngest kid that got bit and got killed, like decapitated by the animatronic, and Cassidy are in one animatronic, and that's Golden Freddy in the games. Okay, so in this movie, Golden, what is Golden Freddy? Is he the the blonde Golden Freddy is the blonde kid, yes. The blonde kid. So the Golden Freddy is the one that leaves the pizzeria and goes mm-hmm. to the house yeah. and kills the ant. So that's not the same Freddy because he's not mm-hmm. wearing a top hat. That one was all jacked color. up though, too. Yeah, exactly. And then when you get back there, there's yeah. one all put together, like fine, right? Messed with. So they're different. They're different Freddies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, well, they only didn't show you five say... kids though? Hmm? No, there was so the blonde boy is supposed to be the blonde girl in the game. They just just gingered it. Cheney, you said there was four kids. No, there was okay five so, kids. Yeah, and then Chica, Freddie, Foxy, Bonnie. Oh, so and okay, okay. that little blonde kid, the one that was talking to him the whole time, uh, turned out to be. I thought the blonde be... kid was the main untouched Freddie. No, see that Freddy had the top hat, and one of the kids in the background had a top hat. I don't know his name. Bro, but... that one cool. didn't talk at all. Yeah, yeah so exactly. Colton can break it down like the look, and he had. To help he was me the with main it. character. Yeah, so I know all the kids in the background besides the blonde kid. So on the farthest was Jeremy, which is was Bonnie, and he had the bunny ears. Then it goes Foxy. The kid in the orange, because he had a hook on his hand. Then Freddy, because he had the top hat. And then Chica, which is the blonde chick with really long blonde hair that kind of looks like... So, question. She also had a cupcake on her shirt. A little cupcake on her shirt. Why was Chica and unjacked up Freddy the most shown animatronic, but not the most talkative kids because Foxy and messed up Freddy were the most talkative kids in the dream. Why okay. didn't why didn't Chica and Bonnie uh, so talk? in the game cuz I mean, uh Chica was the first girl to get killed and she was the youngest cuz in the game I think she's I think she's like th- 4 5 so well, oh, no, so they their conscious still ages in the suits. So after, like even in the movies, the animatronics are still conscious that they're little kids. That's why when the girl came up and was wanting to play with them, they still realize, at heart, they're still little kids and not just animatronics. Right, yeah, well, so that's, that's why what they, I was saying. Yeah, that's probably why she's yeah. not talking because she's she so never, little. Yeah, it and that's why an that's why they wanted her yeah. right in the first yeah. place is to play with her. Well. 
to make her one of the animatronics to add one to the group. Right. Yeah. So that, so they that could whole play thing with her is though, was they got their brain wiped and was that place was supposed to be viewed as like a child's heaven. Like it was supposed to be just this fun place for kids. When they got killed, they their brains got wiped. So they don't they half of the time they weren't self conscious that they were animatronics. And when they kill, they had a reason to kill, and that was because they felt like they were getting attacked by other people. Like intruders, like into their own home. And and they were kind of being brainwashed by uh, yeah, well, that guy. That William, definitely yeah. wasn't in the game. Right. Like with the whole brainwashing thing, it's just the kids got their memories wiped. And it took them like 20 years, 40, gotcha. 30 years to even get their memories back. What was hey, the uh, solid thing? I have no clue. There you go. No. That's the pu- that's the puppeteer. Oh, okay. That's the puppeteer, but they only showed it for like a second. And Colton, for Golden Freddy, because his eyes are different, what was the thing in the game about his eyes being different? What do you mean? So Fred- Golden well, Freddy Golden- in the movie, he's in got... In the game, he doesn't have eyes. <laughs> like... They're literally just white dots, and oh, it's one okay. eye re- represents the other children, and then the other eye represents the other kid. Wow. So it would make sense then in the movie it showed him having one red, one blue at times. I've lost my child. Whee! <laughs> Is it true that you fans were upset that their eyes were lit red when they were... Um, Not really. I don't, I don't want to say possessed, but... Evil, yeah. So, Triggered. in the game, in some of the games, it's completely different. Because the first game, none of the eyes changed colors at all. That just wasn't a thing. So, I think it was the second or third game, if it was a pitch black room, because the rooms change after each game, some of the animatronics' eyes would turn red, and that's, you can't stop them from hurting you. You lock doors, they find a different way. And that was just like their switch of being going berserk mode on you. So I think that's I think that's what they're trying to do. But they're also just trying to show like when they get brainwashed and when they don't. Because when they got brainwashed by William, what well, it was like yellowish orange. And then when William was getting spring trapped, it was blood red. Yeah, I'm never. Hey, they did that same. They did that same exact thing in the Chucky remake, the Child's Play remake, where he would go red-eyed uh, when the AI would take over and go evil. Um, I'm never a fan of that because, like, it gives you an indicator of danger, mm-hmm. and so it's no longer scary if you know when it's coming. Like, I I've just never been a fan of that. Yeah, I don't. Half of the stuff they did for the game, I didn't really understand. For the movie. But uh, I was watching a bunch of YouTubers. And they were bringing up how the director. The maker of FNAF and Finance of Freddy's and all those side games. Called this movie a gag. Like there was literally there's no point in making this movie. It was just a complete standalone side story of Finance of Freddy's. That was it. Well maybe they shouldn't have doxxed him and his family. Fans of Five Nights at Freddy's. Leave that man alone. Yeah, talk talk about that for a sec, Colton. So, like you know, you know the backstory there. Yeah. Um. Before the newest game came out and the new DLC, and I think it was like six years, five years before a game came up came out or a new one. 
And um, fans were, they showed up to his daughter's school and were stalking her. They got his wife fired and terminated from her job. Um, they threw eggs at his house. They doxed him. They sent out his bank, like all of his bank information, all of his uh, addresses, emails, passwords, everything. And they were like sending pictures of them sitting outside his house saying like, oh, we're waiting for a new game. When are you going to drop a new game? So he basically said this was like the last project he's ever going to work on, right? Yeah, and it's because, um, especially with the internet, it went from something fun that kids could play and, you know, it'd be interesting to people blowing it completely out of proportion and just ruining the game. And there's so For all you overzealous people that are not my son, but like the creepy ones that did this crap, y'all just figured out what fuck around and find out is. Leave that man alone. Y'all are getting a new game. <laughs> he doesn't want to dick with you anymore because y'all fucked up. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't just gonna have my bang stuff out there. Go ahead, no. bed. Don't hell no, hell no. <laughs> Leave that man alone, though. Like his kid. That's yeah, that is in a line. That's crazy, man. Like the whole. I would have like flipped out and put somebody in an animatronic myself. Yeah, honestly, like there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people out there like that with George R. R. Martin, and then there was a lot of people out there uh, with uh, what's her face that did the Harry Potter books. J.K. Oh, Rowling. Yeah, Rowling. Rowling. Um, but George R. R. Martin, he didn't even have the last book, you know, of Game of Thrones, and they were trying to make the the last season, and they were waiting on him to freaking finish the book so they could make the show, and like. They were threatening his life and showing up at his house and like all that stuff. Like that shit is ridiculous, man. Well, and then like, Justin Colton was telling me in the car today when we went and picked up dinner that there's like Cole, what was the number of like files and stuff that's out there about this uh, game? There is a so there's like a couple hundred different animatronics for each animatronic. Yeah, we. I can go through each single game and they usually come out with a new animatronic every game. Like, there's shadow versions of every animatronic. There's new Rockstar versions, Toy, Withered, Back from Hell, everything. There's hundreds of animatronics, but there's files for each game. And then there's secondary files for all of the mainstream canon animatronics. And it goes to, I mean, in deep detail <laughs> about what it is and what the animatronic is and how the person died and why it's killed. So, okay, real quick, and then I'll quit interrupting. Colton, why is William so messed up in this movie versus the games? Where's the disconnect with all of that? Because when, that when Colton explained, so Colton in this movie, Mike's the security guard, has no ties to William. Okay, oh. back up. Steven Raglan is William. There we go. Um, but he has he no have... ties. But you said in the game... That's his dad. I think I found an Easter egg. But I don't know if this is real or not. When they're showing pictures of of him owning the pizzeria, mm-hmm. uh, in the background there's like a dude working. And it looks just like uh, Mike's dad. Well, like, almost exactly. That's why I saw a theory on here 
that did you um yeah i've been reading theories about how um uh mike's dad's name is henry and that was william's helper and okay yeah one of the main the puppet is henry's daughter in the game and so henry was like his partner though right yes yeah, so that was their they were it was a co-founder and it was called Faz, Fazbear's Pizzeria. And it was like some big old chunky, really fat bear. But then it closed after the kid got bit. And then they reopened. And that's when they had the puppet as a security guard. All this. But if, if that's true about Mike, like Henry being Mike's dad... Then my uh, Mike's little brother is probably going to be in the next movie as the puppeteer. Man, so, by I the was way, hoping too. I was wanting to see his little brother show up. So we did. We did miss the after credits. There is an after credits. And yeah, I it, saw that one too. Okay, so what what was it, Cheney? We we missed it. Um, it was literally Yellow Bunny, just. Uh, stating letters, but the letters fell out. Come find me. Come find me. Okay. There, there's two. There was two. So there, they ran a few credits. Then there was a video. Yeah, that little puppet thing that kept popping yeah, up and boy. scaring him. Yeah, we. Yeah, we saw yeah, that one. The with the cab driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then at the very end, it was just straight audio. There was no video. And it was Matthew Lillard's voice spelling out, come find me. So I've heard a theory. I heard a theory that that might actually be little brother. Oh, it might be because did you see on the mirror that it wrote, someone wrote, it's me on the Mm -hmm. mirror? I saw that. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, It was the, was it the bathroom or the kitchen? No, it was the office. Office. Oh, and Colton, yeah, who is Sparky? Writing. It's me. So the dismantled puppet in like their workshop is Sparky, who's actually in the game. So it was a that's another one of the branches of animatronics, and it was supposed to appeal to younger kids. So it was all just like realistic animals. So like Sparky was a, uh, what is that dog from Toy Story? The one with the really floppy ears and that's. A wiener dog? Dot- yeah. Dotson? Yep. They're saying it's that type of dog, and it was like the closest uh, to relate to an actual dog out of the animatronics. But they never got used, because he tried to pitch the opinion up to a board, and they declined it, so he just tossed that costume back. And it's never been used. The only time it's presented was in, I think, the first game. Or second game, and it's literally a super pixelated picture of him leaning outside of a door in a camera, and it pops up for like two minutes and disappears. Who's the girl puppet? Who they tried to put the do- the sister in? There's a is she in the game? There's like four different chicks that all look like that, and there's um there's circus baby. There's like a couple other names. But it's not for sure because none of that, none of those characters were in the first game or the second game or the third game. 
So that's still up in question of who was the character and why it was even there. So I know they made a I know they made a big deal about putting in some YouTubers that actually stream themselves playing oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. God, did you pick up on all those, Colton? No. And which no. ones did you see? Yeah, go ahead, Colton, okay. and then I, let me tell you something. Uh, so Matt Hat, <laughs> Matt Hat was just he. Okay, so he played the games a little bit, but he never like got famous from that. He got famous for. And I mean, Scott Catherall has already said this himself. Matt Pat has proven every single theory that has ever came up with that game. He's pretty much one of the people that solidified the back background story and all the lore for Five Nights at Freddy's. Didn't you say he's That's... made two hundred and fifty something videos about Five Nights? Just about. That's insane. That's wild. There, so you got oh, Matt, okay, Matt Hat. So, yeah, it's Matt Hat. Corey Kenshi, which is just a really popular... I mean, he's got, like... Hold on. Is that the taxi driver? The Uber driver? Yeah, that's the taxi taxi driver. Uber driver. I don't know Uber driver. <laughs> They're saying... Corey Kenshi has 17.3 million subscribers on YouTube. He Damn. went on a like three year bench of posting every day and then disappeared and then came back and everybody was like, dude, you have to get on this movie. Like, Markiplier was gonna be on it, which sucked that he wasn't because it was a big deal that he was. I mean, um the newest game that came out, there's like four Easter eggs linking Marco Markiplier to the game. But he's making He was one of the OG people about the game, right? The one that you used to watch that posted all the time. Big time. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Shoot, I, okay. I watch Markiplier. Not yeah. even now, I watch Markiplier. So, so Chaney, what were you gonna say about all the streamers and YouTubers? <laughs> uh, I was just say I had no idea who the hell these people were, and I'm sitting there just trying to watch this movie in the whole theater. Anytime somebody popped up, I I guess the first guy was the waiter. The whole yeah. theater <gasps> clapping, screaming. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And my stepson, he's like, Game Theory! It's Game Theory! And I'm like, who the fuck is Game Theory? I can't hear what's going on. And then the cab driver, everyone's hooping and hollering. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and then I'm like, no one's hooping and hollering for Matthew Lillard. Alright. I fucking hate this theater. You should have you clapped when Lillard came on. I should have. I should have like, what? Yeah. Well, see, the big thing about uh, Game Theory or MatPat when he came on he went on like a two month thing of everybody's like, oh, you have to be on the movie. Like, there's no way you can't be on the movie. So he was like, he made a heartbreaking. He even cried in the video. He was like, I'm not in the video. There were some scheduling difficulties and like, they just can't have me on the movie. So it was a big old deal when he pops up as a waiter in the movie. And he even brings it up because he was like, he says something and then says theory, but says it extra loud. And the whole point of his YouTube channel is making theories and conspiracies about games. Ah, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Yo. I forgot what he says, but he's like, um, he's talking about the food, like if they're ready to order. And he was like, well, I guess I'll always be a theory, like egging it on. No, he said something about, something about 
them not ordering food in a restaurant. But it was like the theory that like that goes against the theory of being at a restaurant or something like that. Oh yeah. I remember him exactly saying it. That's funny. I didn't even notice I was, that. Um, I was just like, and Mark Plyer Mark Plyer was supposed to be to the it. first security guard that died. Right? Yeah. But he's filming that movie right now, so Which is gonna be fantastic, I hope. Yep. Yep. So uh I think it's funny as hell that the biggest twist in this movie that you can't see coming is the fact that a YouTuber was in it after he said he wasn't going to be that that's more of a twist than the actual twist of the movie. The actual, I think the um, only twist is a, a picture and it's William and Vanessa. I think that's the actual only twist and the whole movie, and it's a single picture, and shows up for 15 seconds. So, question. For someone that is a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, once she said her name was Vanessa, did you automatically know that her father was the killer? He's not. In the games, he's not. Oh, She's a... Why was everyone hooping and hollering for her when she said her name was Vanessa? Okay, it's the new games. And everybody, it's it's been a big old meme for the last like three years. She's a security guard for the new games, and oh, okay. she's like really sketchy. So she wants to help you out, but then she's also helping the animatronics out. But me and Dad were talking, and it makes sense. They need a love interest, or there would be literally no plot following the movie. Yeah, and they're gonna bring a character from the story that's of age. Which is Vanessa, and that's the only girl of age in that story. So I mean, it makes sense, but at the same time, when it bring up and when they brought up Vanessa, I was like, "Oh, this is this is going to be crap," because she literally she got brainwashed by the animatronics to help them, and now she's like psychotic. Oh, you're starting to sound like one of the animatronics. <laughs> Colton, check your uh, signal strength. By the way, Cheney, it was fun for Justin and I to like see this with Colton. Because we went and watched anime with him and Brandon. And Justin and I were like, what the fuck is this? Because it's, when you don't watch it, you're not around it. It's just a lot. And so, like, watching this with Colton was interesting. Because I just kept literally leaning over and looking at his face. Like, is this good? Is this good? Because, I mean, I used to watch Colton play on his phone and he would show me. Because Brandon would be upstairs screaming. Because he gets spooked and Colton's downstairs laughing. But, I mean, Justin, think about it. Cheney, right after we moved to Broken Arrow, is when the boys started playing it. So imagine how little Colton was back then playing it. And he's he's always talked about Five Nights. Like, even when there was the rumor of the movie, Colton was coming to his dad and I about this damn movie. Yeah, the whole the whole movie, he kept... Hey, Dad, that's, uh, hey, oh, look, there's, uh, and I'm like, I don't even know what that means, dude. I have uh, no idea what you're talking the about. The whole theater was doing that to me, and I'm like, I'm trying to watch this for a fucking <laughs> podcast. Can you shut the hell up? Yeah, I exactly. The only redeeming quality, and Colton, you'll probably agree about those little shits behind us, was when the little girl yelled out, there's Chica. After she bit that girl in half. She bit that girl in half, and like she was like, "Oh, it was Chica." 
We're like, yeah, that's. She was like six. That girl was like six years old. Yeah, and she knew exactly what she was talking about. Yeah, I thought it was cute as hell. Beth was triggered the whole time, but I, mean, I thought I'm it was little, super cute. I'm a little worried why she knows so much about it, but <laughs> at well, the same time, you played this stuff when you were that little. Don't talk. All right, Colton. Last last question for you. What? Yes, sir. So the only to me the only scares in this movie came from this little. What'd you call Boom it? Boy. Bubble butt boy? What Boom is it? Boy. Oh, not bubble butt boy. Nope. Um, I mean, he has a bubble butt, but. Gotcha. So a little balloon boy. So they hide him in these little spots, right? And those they're like jump scares throughout the whole movie. They're the yeah. only thing in this movie that's remotely, that tries to even scare you at all. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a couple of them that were, were somewhat effective. Like when he opened the locker and he was like, oh, yeah. holy shit. Right, but oh, in yeah. the game, that little that little bubble bubble butt boy has a purpose, right? Yeah. So, I was watching some stuff on YouTube, and he has little action figures. And I, I misread that, so I thought it was supposed to be where you collect them. No, it's little action figures of himself, so he can watch everything. And the whole point of him there is to kind of like lure lure your soul away from your body when animatronics come up so when you look the animatronics have a full force to come in so it's pretty it's he's kind of useless but he's there so he's like the main distraction for all of the animatronics and he's just this random boy that was stuck one more question Colton in the games who is the best animatronic like who's the scariest the most brutal uh well hold on bonnie was rated as the scariest by the creator chica was rated as the scariest by the players and the only reason why bonnie was the scariest is because bonnie was the first animatronic to have a full ai full bot like costume design full story and it gave the creator set like genuine nightmares and had them get them like sent the therapy for it for like a month. Chica was the scariest one in this one. Well, her little cupcake. Like Bonnie in the story, (laughs) he's just a super nice kid. Because there's two different Bonnies. There's Jeremy, which he's the very first, which I'm glad they did that. But then he gets torn to pieces and gets turned into like this little kiddish, big green eyes, light blue body, hard shell like animatronic. And it's just like some random other kid that got killed. I forgot the name. So, with that Jeremy kid, he's like an OG Bonnie. But it was just the scariest at the time because he was like the original Fazbear type thing. Yeah, I thought Foxy was weird. Like, visually, to me, Foxy was scary. The scariest of them. It was the only one that... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it was the only one that looked uh, CGI to me. So, yeah. it felt way less scary. I agree. It looked well, cartoony. In the game, he's this not even supposed to... didn't scare me at all, but I did have a nightmare last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, sat straight was it up about was five like, little ah! kids? No. I just sat no. straight up and I thought I saw fucking Freddy in my bedroom. And I was like, I think that's just laundry. I'm going to lay back down. Were you being no, dragged uh, across the ceiling? 
<laughs> Did you get sucked Not into the in water? Dream. Not in her dream. Oh God. <laughs> Damn. Hey, they had a good night out last night. Who knows what happens when you bring the party home? Oh well, it wasn't last night. It was the night that I watched the movie. We went Friday <laughs> night. But no, um, the funny thing is, was Foxy wasn't even supposed to be in the game. Bonnie was supposed to be the character that runs. So in the game, when you hear all the, like in the movie, you hear the scenes of him going, whatever he says, when he, like, before he kills. In the game, he is the only character that you see move. Like, actually walk and run. And on PC and phone, it takes up the 1500 FPS for him to move. Which is pretty normal for back in the day, like, computers and stuff. Especially for how low quality the game was. But in the movie, you know, they all walk. But in the game, there's a picture, so it's like, kind of how my desk is. So you have the two monitors, a bunch of cameras, and then there's a picture in the back, and it shows Bonnie, Freddy, and Chica standing, and Foxy's just not in the picture. And that's also why he, his stage is moved away from him. Is because Foxy, from the first game, was destroyed. Like, he was just in bad pieces. And it was because Foxy, like, went crazy. And got destroyed. So they put them back together and was like, oh, it's out of order. And then it started working like how it was supposed to. So they're like, okay, cool. So if we compare compare the, the restaurant from the games to the movie, what do you think? Or the office to the office. Did they do that pretty well? I could, I would say they did that pretty well. It's just the like the office office or the restaurant to restaurant. I think we lost him again. He's checking it. Yeah. So the only other question Colton is, and Cheney, I don't know if you noticed it during the movie. Colton pointed it out. One camera is always off. It's camera six. And why is it off, Demon? Well, it's not for sure, but it's a theory that uh, when Michael gets thrown into that room and is like gurgling in his own blood in the movie, that's the room that the camera's on. Yeah, and... we lost him again. Am I good? Yep, you're good. Okay, quick. But that room is where Michael, or no, William is on the ground gurgling, and that the theory is is that the camera's turned off. Because the last security of that guard that worked there that saw the body or the owner just turned it off so no one has to just watch this body in in immediate pain because he can't die. So Golden Freddy in the game, when he got killed or when they got killed, they took pieces of their soul and put it in William so he could never die. Hey, Colton. Do you want to join mine? I'll give you an earbud. What? I think we're ready to kind of dive into uh, what are what we thought about the movie and rate it. So, uh, I want to start with Cheney. My kids are what being lost, so go ahead. <laughs> All right, we'll start with Beth. How about that? So, disclaimer: I wasn't going to see this. Um, and a blonde-headed, curly, smart-ass mouth kid was like, Mom, you grew up, or I grew up playing this game. You used to watch me. Will you please go? And I was like, well, shoot. 
my kid's going to ask me. It's a little different than the husband. Justin asked me for all kinds of things, and sometimes I say no. But I will say that only knowing tiny bits and pieces of, like, the the games. I didn't know about books. I just knew about the games from Colton and Brandon. Um, I had a fun time. I feel like I agree with you, Justin, that the PG-13 heard it. I mean, the majority of kids that played this game are close to Colton's age at the youngest. If you follow it from the beginning. Not the newer games, but, like, if you're going, like, the OG players, it's like Brandon and Colton's ages. Because they were little when the first game came out. So, I'm kind of torn on this movie, because I try to look at it from, like, my kids grew up on this, it's a nostalgia thing, versus quality. Um, I really liked the animatronics, I'm so glad that Henson had their hand in it, because I agree with you, Cheney, CGI would have ruined it. It would have been terrible. Um, obviously, Matthew Lillard being back in, like, some type of horrorish movie was fun, we've all missed him from screen. Um, and I liked seeing Josh Hutchinson slash PETA do his thing. Like, it's a totally different role for him. And I'm kind of excited to see what he's going to do moving forward. But it just felt disjointed. And now after having Colton, like, honestly talk about Easter eggs and even Cheney's facts, like, I've got a more wrapped around picture of it. So I enjoyed it. Yes, those kids were bad. And their mom owes us money for our movie tickets. Bitch. But, uh, if you can't control all your minions, don't bring them. Call the babysitter. Cost $20. Off, Mom. They were I, I, more... It's my turn. All I'm going to say is they weren't that loud. They were they weren't. me. I think, I think the popcorn You're smacking was louder than the kids. Karen. <gasps> no. Oh, shots is... fired, son. That's fucked up. Normally I'm fine. It's when they're talking and I can't hear the movie. <laughs> So, I wish it would have been gorier, and I wish it would have been a little scarier. Like, man, I haven't had a good jump scare unless it's Justin coming up behind me for October. Yeah, like, say, come I on, really man. So, I was really I'm not... bummed out with Springtrap. That whole scene didn't actually go through with the scene. So, Yep, I agree. We lost Colton again, didn't we? Nothing but problems. Nothing but problems. Yeah, I was just kidding about being an old Karen because I was being a Karen at my movie theater. I'm like, I really wish all these kids would shut up. She might it's be different kidding, when you pay for right. your own stuff. Ooh, ooh, Justin Blaine Pruitt, guess who's sleeping <laughs> on the couch? Karen, you're being a Karen at home now. No, I'm, I'm just being thank frigid. You. <laughs> thank you, um, Justin Blaine. So I really loved this backstory of Josh Hutcherson. I don't even I already forgot his name, but you know, doing the recurring dream because the opening scene I'm like, why the heck does he have Nebraska freaking hooked up to his thing? And I'm like, who listens to nature sounds anymore? I'm like, nobody. I'm like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. And what? Say it, say it. Do you have Nebraska taped to your you still sleep to nature sounds? I don't sleep with it, but I do listen to nature sounds while I'm at work. 
I do have a... Well, not while you're trying to go to sleep. No, I, I have a <laughs> p- picture of a really hot photo of Black Cat and Spider-Man above my bed. That helps. We can't understand you, Colt. Um, but I I love that backstory. I don't know why. I just felt like I connected with him. Um, I feel like that's the kind of person that I am. I probably would have done the same thing. Would have kept, like, trying to go back to the same dream to remember and keep replaying that um so i i I don't know why i love that backstory it just kind of i don't know it hit home with me even though nothing like that has happened but i was like i would probably do the same thing he did um hey colton's gonna jump on mine guys his phone is not wanting to play is that okay yeah okay because he wants to talk and he can't so give me one second i'll grab shut up sit sit boo boo sit Good dogs. All right. Oh my god. We got no mic. Um, I was just saying that I um. Morning, in the wrong ear. Can you hear me now? Yes. Wow, this is fun. Yes, we can hear you. I just got fingered in the ear hole. Oh, got it. <laughs> got it. Jesus. There was only right. a couple of things. There was only a couple of things that bothered me. Like the biggest thing that bothered me was when uh it was towards the end and he was like uh draw a picture show them that the yellow bear is bad and she drew that picture i'm like who the fuck has time to sit there with crayons and draw a picture i was gonna say it made this scene go like real slow while she was drawing really quick and i was like that doesn't make sense you just drew a whole photo which first off looks like crap i could not tell what that was she was in a hurry. <laughs> Obviously. But yeah, that that I was like, really? You're not gonna drive you're not gonna draw a picture right now. That's just not gonna happen. And then she but... still had time to put it walk all the way over there and take five minutes just to put a little pin on it. And he's so... like, What what are you doing? That's too Lillard. He was just like, What do you think you're doing? Like he has no power. That's why yep. it didn't make sense either on the uh, spring lock, because like he did like a full like oh like chest bump to freaking the main character, and it didn't like go off then. So, I man, I don't know, I don't know. There were some little. I think they just try to show it, like show the locks actually like pushing into his stomach. I think that's the only reason why they did it when the cupcake like bit into his suit. Oh, gotcha. Because I don't think okay. anybody's going to understand if he just, like, grabs his ribs and falls and is, like, bleeding. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, I loved Matthew Lillard. I definitely called it from, especially when he was like, oh, the guy just doesn't want to give up the place. So I was like, it's you. You don't want to give up the place. So. Yeah, Beth, as soon, soon as that happened, Beth was like, wait, is he? Is he the guy? And Colton's like, I don't know. Oh. His name is it's everlasting, but it's everlasting because uh, in the game, one of his voice lines is "I always come back," and the title of the file is called "Everlasting." And he knew that the carrot, like the players and the watchers, would pick out Easter eggs, so his name was supposed to be "Everlasting," but it was "Everlasting" to kind of throw off so all the stand- viewers. 
So it was Stan Everlast. <laughs> Everlasty? I don't get what you're saying. No, it was Steve. Uh, what, what was his name? Raglan. Stanley? Stanley. Steve Raglan. Yeah. Steve Randall. Randall. How's that everlasting? I don't understand what you're saying. No, it was a big old Easter egg with one of the owner uh, the creator was saying that his name, if you re like rearrange the letters of that name, it was supposed to say oh, everlasting. If you rearrange the letters. Oh, oh I kinda of forgot to plug that in. <laughs> a small but important detail. Yeah. I like he yeah. was like Go ahead. He was like, Well it's gonna it's it's gonna be too easy for them to like put the words together and say everlasting, so I'm gonna throw them off and just put everlasting. Just to make like a goof out of it. That whole movie was supposed to be a gag. Everyone already kind of knew that Matthew Lillard was the bad guy because uh, they already it's like Matthew. released it online. Yeah, yeah. like crediting him the role. But, you can uh, tell just by looking at him. Like <laughs> the moment he started talking, I was like, "Oh, this dude is definitely the bad guy." Yeah. yeah. He also just doesn't have a very his character. The way he looked did not have a very like mm, come here, kids. Right. Look to him. Yeah. 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 So what what do you give this one, Cheney? I actually um I didn't absolutely hate it. So I'm gonna say a three. A three? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well Colton, you're up. What uh what'd you think about this movie and what would you rate it? And it was out of five. Yep. I'd say like a three point five. Okay, that's actually higher than I thought it was going to be. Because it's not like it's not a movie I'm like, oh, I'm going to go watch again. You know, like this is my favorite movie. But it's more of just like I understand the lore, but I don't understand the whole purpose of this movie. So it's an enjoyment that they finally made a live action movie of a lifelong game that I played. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, from my perspective, um, I'm not a Five Nights at Freddy's fan at all uh so i don't have the nostalgia factor um i hated josh hutcherson's character completely um yeah i thought he was one note i thought he was not he showed zero emotions um i care i cared nothing for him at all wow so you're Um, talking about me because i compared him to me (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no! I'm not talking about you, Cheney. What are you oh, talking yeah. about? Yep, yep. That's fine. No, no, because I agree with you, Cheney. I actually would have done. I think I would do the same thing. I would just do it with a little more emotions, um, because he was just so one note the entire time. Uh, I like the little sister. I thought she did a great job. I love Matthew Lillard, but this movie is clearly for kids, so. I disagree a little bit with what Beth said earlier. Um, Cause Beth said, I mean, it definitely struggled being a PG 13 movie, but it had to be because the demographic of this, of the kids that play the game are kids and it's not kids that are Colton's age. It's kids that are six, seven, eight, nine. So it's even lower than 13 and they had, they're lucky they got to do this for PG 13. You know what I mean? Because kids love this crap. Kids just eat this up. And so if I look at it objectively from that perspective, I think it's a good kids movie. Um, 
but they took all the fun out of it. And I think if you go, if you want to watch a fun Five Nights at Freddy's movie, go watch Willy's Wonderland because that movie is fun as hell. And I had a blast the entire time watching that movie. I was struggling to stay awake in this movie. It was boring as hell. There's like zero action. There's nothing fucking interesting going on the entire time. Um, really, the only redeeming quality is Matthew Lillard and the design of the of the puppets. But even that couldn't save it because of the stupid posters that they released are all animated. And they're all cartoony. And so that ruined the look of the puppets for me because when I went in, all I could see was the animated versions that they put on the stupid poster. And so that that pissed me off. I don't like this you movie at all. You said I was triggered? Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. I don't like this movie at all. I think it has its demographics, and I think uh, that's exactly who it's for. I am not that demographic. This wasn't even fun to watch. I didn't even have had zero good time. I was bored. This zero is a, good time. This is a zero for me. I I do not like this movie at all. I, I hate this movie, actually. I think it should have never been made. Or they should have made it with uh, like a Warner Brothers type visual to it. Where it's kind of darker and a scary movie like it should have been. The games are actually kind of scary if you play them. I mean, I'll oh, watch they're the like kids really good jump scares. They're kind of scary. This movie is not. This movie has nothing scary about it. And uh, man, how can you suck the fun out of a kid's movie like that? That just makes me mad. Willy's Wonderland, again, go watch that. That is tons of fun, and you'll have a blast watching that. That's my recommendation. So, yeah, this is a zero for me. Beth, you didn't give it a rating before you hopped off. Wow, now Justin is being a Karen. I am definitely being a Karen. He's being a, a Chad. Chad. Yeah, bruh. Did I give a rating? No. Oh, okay. That just reminded me of something. So remind me to... After she rates, I gotta tell you something. So, I give it a two. Being generous. Um, I love PETA. Um, from Hunger Games on. Like, and he's done other movies. I enjoy seeing him. And I'm so, I was so happy to see Matthew Willard acting. And like, not the goofy goober. You know, like, the stoner goofy guy. But more serious. Honestly, guys, the reason I give it two points is Colton. Like, growing up, or, like, just thinking back on, number one, how fast her childhood is. But, like, Colton knew these games inside and out. It didn't face him. And, Chaney, I'm not kidding. He was remembering stuff from the first game he could just regurgitate. Like, he wasn't even having to pull stuff up. And I think if you can keep a kid's attention for that span of time... Like, the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise is wonderful for that. So I do give it two points, and I thought the set was really cool. Like, so many movies do green screen, you know, like, subtle subtle things. So I felt like it felt, the set felt more organic as a movie. Like, you felt like you were really in the building. Um, and I do like that. So I do give it two. One for nostalgia, half a point for the actors, half a point for the sets. All right, I, that's fair. That's fair for me. Like the sets couldn't save it, the puppets couldn't save it. It just we get it, Chad. You hated it. Damn. Uh, 
man, I can't believe how bad this was. I was at, I wasn't expecting a great movie. I knew it was a kid movie, but like, I thought it would at least be fun, you know? Like, shit. At least tell some jokes. There was like one joke in this whole movie. If you're not going to be scary, at least be funny. Don't, they try to go like elevated a little bit and it's like, you're fucking elevating Five Nights at Freddy's, dude. Like just, this should be a stupid ass fucking animatronics killing people movie with ghost kids inside of it. That's a fun ass movie. That's a fun premise. But instead we get dream sequences and fucking, we have to piece together plots. I don't, you know what? We didn't even talk about Vanessa. She shouldn't even, she has no point in this movie except to be a love interest. Her dialogue is the dumbest dialogue I've ever heard. And every action she took made zero sense, even after you find out that she's the daughter. It's like it, literally everything she does and everything she says. Just to end up in why a the, coma. Why the fuck would her dad allow her to become a cop? Like, to cover his tracks. But she didn't like her dad. Justin, he said something in the movie because I questioned it. And he said, it seems like all the security guards were used as bait. But he knew who Mike was. Do you guys remember when he was meeting with his career counselor and he looked at the last name and stopped? Yeah, he knew. And didn't say his last name. And I think he puts his daughter on, go check on the security guards. Make sure that they're basically feeding into the, feeding the animatronics. That's what I took it as. She's like a patsy. The way I took it is she doesn't like her dad. And she knows her dad is evil. And she became friends with the animatronics because she was already friends with the little kids before they died. Right? And so now all of her friends are the animatronics. And so she's still friends with the animatronics. That's how I took it. So she wants to make sure that they're safe and taken care of. And I and also I think he knew who Mike was because he worked with the Mike's dad and they were partners. So Mike doesn't know that yet. I think that's probably gonna be part two. And he killed his friend's son. But you're not going to watch it, so... He will. Well, we'll watch it. We'll watch it, and I'll probably shit on it, just like I did this one. <laughs> oh, We're kind of in the middle on this one. No, go ahead. My question to both of you guys. As parents, and Justin, how much you hated this movie, Cheney, or kind of... Um, there was all these news stories about, like, teenagers and younger... Preteens, I guess, you know, like the 10 to 12 age, running out after like the second scene and being scared. I didn't find that like I tried to go back and think about after seeing the movie, like those moments. They didn't stick out to me a spot that someone would be like, oh, my God. There's nothing scary about this movie. If somebody runs out of this movie, it's because they're six years old and they probably shouldn't have been there in the first place, uh, in my opinion. but. Yeah, I feel like if I, they would have marketed it as fun and not as scary as they tried to like make the trailer out to be, I I feel like this thing is it's a cause of just unreal. They they just didn't have the right expectations. They marketed it wrong. I don't I don't agree with that at all. I feel like they marketed it as a kids movie. Even the posters look childish and they look cartoony. And I feel like that's why I'm so pissed off at it is because the games are actually scary. 
And instead of making a fun cartoony movie or a scary movie, they did neither of those things and just made a boring bore fest. And so like, that's why, that's why I get so mad at this because at least make a fun cartoony movie. If you're going to market it that way, they did to me, they didn't market it as a scary movie at all. It, it looks super kitty corny in the advertisements to me. So yeah, I don't know. Everything about this movie pisses me off. So uh, I think, uh, I think with that we'll wrap up and uh, wait, wait. Oh, you had a, another thing, didn't you? Yeah. You've been patiently waiting that whole time. I know. Next time, jump I'm in so and say, sorry. shut up, my turn. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, this is, has nothing to do with Five Nights at Freddy's. I saw this, but it reminded me because you laughed just like Tim earlier. So I saw where Goosebumps is coming out. You want to know what they said? Uh. Justin, Justin Long is now the king of horror. What? Justin a walrus. is the king of horror. Who did he pay? Okay, first off. First off, Justin oh, Long. Okay, yep, you're about to get it. I'm about to be a Chad. Justin Long in the previews for Goosebumps has the worst facelift I've ever seen on a man. Stop getting facelifts, people. You look like aliens. Please stop. You don't look natural. Second off, we accept you for who you are. You don't have to look fake. For us to think that you're attractive. Stop getting We like you, you goofy looking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, your look is part is part of your persona and now you look different and it pisses me off, man. It's like this. So now yeah, now you went from a a good looking middle aged man to a stupid looking alien and it makes me mad. Yeah, okay, so now second. he's he's the Scream King now. Scream King. Sec so everyone's shitting on this goosebumps show saying it's the worst thing. Of all time. Like they should have just left it alone. Even bring back Jack Black. That would have been cool too. But to put him in this. I heard it was awful. Terrible. So that's just what I've, what I've seen on my horror groups. I, I hope they're wrong. Because I do like Justin Long. I love him in every movie he's ever been in. But uh, yeah. He did his best work as a walrus. No. I like him too, but he is. <laughs> I like him too, but he is not the king of horror. That's all. I'm oh, dude! There's the a king long list that are kings of horror. Let's just put yeah. it out there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, between Cheney, between you, me, and Justin, if we each had to name five, I guarantee you, our top five are probably pretty similar. I mean, and Justin two, Long ain't on it. There's two at least behind you on that wall. Yeah. Yeah, so. Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley sure. is Sid yeah. Hague. Yeah, come on. He was Chrome Dome and TCM. Two, two deuce. <laughs> I, well, here's my thing though: is Justin Long's not a bad actor. He's always just been one note to me. Y'all yeah, no, he notes. plays himself. He plays himself for sure. Plays with him. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but. <laughs> yeah probably well he's inflating his ego when you say you're if anyone even says it you don't stop them especially like the king and man get the fuck out of here with that shit that's like the people that pay to be the number one haunt in the state much. and they're paying for it 
Like that's true. You're not number one. You're like number twenty. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hate that overinflated shit. Like just be who you are. Fuck. It's not that hard. Man, we're all, well, I guess it's, we're all triggered tonight. It's but cold. Don't bring your damn kids to the movie theater. Shit. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna invent the movie muzzle for kids. Have a good night, God. Thanks for coming to the fucking podcast. <laughs> you pieces and of shady shit. Kids were like yelling Jesus. in the back. <laughs> oh hey, what did I your... can hear a boogie? You piece shit, piece shit, piece shit. Hey, Chaney, what did your older boys think of the movie though? I mean, they're like twelve and nine, so of course they loved it. Yeah. That's the that's what I'm saying. That's the demographic. I think it fits for that, especially if they're fans of the game. Like that, it's no. It made me that. happy to hear that they liked it. You know, yeah. like that it's doing something that it's supposed to. Yeah. So, and they're like, that's "Let all. me show you how the game compared to the movie." And I'm like, "I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you just you can keep playing it yourself." Yeah, the phase is over. We're moving on. Ne- on to the next one. We're good. So guess what, Chaney? Guess what comes out tomorrow? I want to know. I don't know if you're a fan of this series or not, but Hell House LLC Part 4 is coming out tomorrow. Do you like the Hell House series? I've never seen Hell House. What? You will like it, Chaney, I promise. Like, it's one you will like. It's a, it's a found footage done... It done well found footage done done well but it's about a group of people that own a haunted house that purchase a haunted house and try to set it up and uh it's haunted and a bunch of people die inside of it so it gets worse like part two is okay part three is not that good part four supposedly is really good so we'll see jay wasn't that one of the movies you'd like to watch on halloween when we were home was the first hell house it was she said she hadn't seen it I've seen it. Oh, I'm I thought you were asking you. Cheney. Oh, I was asking you, JB. Oh, yeah. I watch it every year. I love that movie. Uh, Yeah, so we'll have to talk about what we're going to watch next week. Um, But we'll figure that out and watch it. Just <laughs> um, <laughs> so you guys know before we hang up, Colton wanted me to tell you thank you. He's sorry about his phone. And he had a blast. So Good. we might have the curly headed boy more. I don't know. But he really had fun and he told me to tell you he misses you, Cheney. Aww. <laughs> he All loved right. pulling your hair when he was little. That's true. All right. Well, I think on that we uh we're out. Thank you guys for joining and uh go follow our socials, WTF underscore horror underscore podcast, and uh we'll see you on the next one. We out. Bye. Deuces. Deuces.